Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, I have with me April from Light Beamers, and she was trying to tell me how to say her last name, but I think I'm going to butcher it. So April, if you can tell us your last name, a little bit about yourself. I know we met at George Bryant's event. We've known each other, I think, about a year now, but if you can give us a little bit of your background, that would be awesome. Yeah, I have one of those names that is like when you see it spelled out, it's one of those names that nobody can pronounce. And so oftentimes I just say exactly what you did. I'm April from Light Beamers. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> because it's one of those, one of those names. But my name is April Adams Pertwee. Officially, that's who I am. And yes, I am from Light Beamers. And um, you know, I work in the world of storytelling. I've been a career-long storyteller. I've been in the industry for 30 years. Yes, I'm telling my age, but that's okay. Um, I have been a journalist, uh, a video producer, a digital storyteller for most of my career. And about seven years ago, I started and transitioned my business, um, Light Beamers, into the online space. And I decided at that point, I had spent all of my career telling other people's stories, doing it for them, basically, uh, that I wanted to really show people the value of storytelling and to teach them how to tell their story, not do it for them, but to empower them and equip them by way of going on the journey with them to dig into their story. I primarily work with a lot of women. Um, I have a passion around empowering women, and I do have a lot of uh, women in my community who uh, are on that journey with me going through really discovering the power of their story and the importance of sharing their story. There's a lot of people, um, all of us, actually, mm -hmm. we all have things in our story that we feel can be like an Achilles heel. And I love to show people how to take that and make it a superpower. So that's pretty much what I do in a nutshell. No, and I love that. So like, I am a little bit of a sci-fi nerd and like, I don't know if you've watched Doctor Who before, but he says we're all stories in the end, make it a good mm -hmm. one. And yeah. I love the power of storytelling. So I do sales, I've been doing sales for years and I found yeah. that people can relate to stories and parables. Um, yep. A lot of people that listen to my show are like first time entrepreneurs, sales mm -hmm. professionals, people like that. So maybe they're not to the point, or maybe they're like kind of the people you deal with where they have a story, but they don't know how to tell it. How do you start to get people to unwind that story? Because sometimes I think they think, well, if I tell this, I'm going to be embarrassed or whatever. But sometimes that yeah. can be the greatest asset for them too. It totally can. And I often say that if there's a piece of your story that you're feeling uh, uncomfortable sharing, that is a piece of your story worth exploring. And I do not mean that you have to share your story in a way that spills your guts or shares dirty laundry or throws other people under the bus, all of those things that we hear. It's not about that. It's really learning to use your story by and use those pieces of your story that might be feeling a little uncomfortable or a little icky or things that maybe you're not as proud of as teachable moments and, and talk about the rest of the story. So a lot of times when people aren't wanting to share their story, they're, they're stuck in a stage of their story yeah. and they haven't gotten to what I call the other side of that story, which the other side usually is there. So unless people are still in the thick of their journey and the thick of that particular story, and they don't really know what the other side is yet. Um, but a lot of times people have already been 
through the story enough that there is the other side. And I teach a really simple formula. I mean, it's, it's, you know, storytelling, all good storytelling is told in threes. That's a Mm -hmm. really great um, kind of trick to remember. So if you're ever giving a presentation for sales or you're delivering a talk, you want to think about three main key pieces of your story that you want to share. And I love to break them down into a story that's going to provide you the opportunity to tell a transformation, right? I, that's really the, the type of storytelling that I focus on and that I have expertise in is transformational storytelling. Mm-hmm. And what that just means is that we're going to tell a story that's going to take the audience on a journey, right? Yep. So the three parts, I'm going to make it super easy and simple to remember the three parts of a really great story. And it's kind of like, um, you know, it's the, the middle, the beginning, the middle and the end, but the beginning is your before. So oftentimes the before is where we do experience those things that cause us a little bit of, uh, you know, that, that, that pain, if you will, and struggle. Some of the areas that you'll often find your before is areas of frustration, pain, disappointment, failure, uh, you know, depression, like all kinds of stuff like that. That's like, And a lot of people will say when they have that in their story, well, I don't want to tell that story. That's depressing. Or that's like not uplifting or what's the benefit. You know, I don't want to go and relive that story again. And this is what I mean by you have to get to the other side. That's Mm -hmm. just one piece of your story. That was just your before. Right. And so when people have pain, setbacks, failure, disappointments, heartache, all of those things, there's something that comes after that. And the question is, well, how did you get out of that? Or how did you transform? How did life change for you? How did business change for you? So this is a very practical tool, this formula that I'm sharing for business storytelling as well, um, is taking the, the journey from what it was for you before to this transformative period or moment where things started to change. That's what a transformation is. It's the butterfly that goes from being the caterpillar to sprouting wings, right? That's a transformation. Your story has those transformative moments in it as well. So you want to look for those. So you want to look for your before where the the pain points were, the struggle, the, the disappointments, all of those things. And then what was the transformative moment or series of events or season of life in which you experience that transformation. Once we experience transformation, that's the second piece. Then we get to the third piece, which is the other side of the story, which is what I've been talking about, right? When you're on the other side of that transformation, then you can really look back on that before and have perspective. Mm -hmm. You can appreciate it from a place of like, oh, now I get it. Or you know, I had to go through that journey so that I could learn this lesson or that I could, you know, um, have this awareness. And, um, you know, a lot of times pain is a teacher. And so that story on the other side is really where you have a message to share with other people, right? Which is why the story should be told because if we just hold it into ourselves, then the story was almost for nothing. Yes, you learned something by it, but that story could be so beneficial to share with someone else at that point because then that's when the story really does get to be the teacher. 
right? And it also releases the power of that story having, it releases the nature of that story having power over you. Mm-hmm. When you start sharing it with other people and the whole tagline for light beamers is when you share your stories, you shine a light. When you share your story with other people, then other people can learn or get inspired or get wisdom or whatever they need from you, from your story. And now that story has, has done exactly that. It shined a light for someone else. And it's no longer about you. It's no yep. longer your story. You know, it yep. just, it, it gives the story power and a power in a really beautiful way. Yeah. And I think, cause you, you hit on a lot of really key points. And I think the biggest thing, a lot of people in the beginning, they have that ego. They want to put this yeah. persona up of the, I'm super, super successful. Yeah. I've done this. I've done. And I'm thinking back even in my own life, like I'm very successful in sales now, but I'm successful because I went through all the failures and the different things yes. I had to when I started out in sales, because I'm just like playing this in my head when you were saying that, I the first guy I talked to, I told him I couldn't do this. And I tried to walk out of the house. He goes, bro, I'm going to buy anyway. We're good. Like literally, I was that bad to now I'm talking to CEOs and CFOs about multi hundreds of thousands of dollar contracts. But if I would have yeah. never went through that process, and now I can tell you about the story. So like, I love that concept of it. How do you help people get past the I don't want to look bad stage because I think that's really what it is. It's ego, at least from my point of view. I'm maybe not ego, but they're just like, well, if oh, I tell ego. them that I screwed <laughs> up, you know what I mean? Though, if I tell them I screwed up or I did this, are they going to look down on me? But I think in reality, they look up to you because like, wait a minute, I can relate to April now. Totally. That's the relatability factor is that when you take yourself off of a pedestal, people can actually see you and connect with you. And ultimately that's what we want. If we're trying to stand up on that pedestal, we're just, we're also just trying to be seen and heard. Right. So, um, we get it wrong. The, the perception is that we have to elevate ourselves. We have to only tell the resume version of our story. We don't actually tell the gritty parts and we're getting it all wrong. And that's why we have a world that feels very disconnected. Mm -hmm. That's why we have social media that drives people crazy because people are this is why I started like beamers. I saw social media and I was like, Oh no, 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 no. Well, I got to go teach people how to tell yeah. stories the right way. Because if we're going to just create personas online of perfection, then we're screwed. You know? So yes, like I are. knew we had, we had to, I had to take what I know in my area of expertise to try to try to do better. And so what I have in my experience personally, and also with all the people that I work with, that when they get that right, when they put it in the right order and they bring themselves off this high horse pedestal of just being the guru, being the expert, being the know-it-all, being the person that's perfect. um, And they start to show, kind of peel back the curtain and show the real story and the real journey. Like you saying, I sucked at sales on day one. I almost walked out of my first deal because I thought it was horrible. I did. You know, (laughs) right. But like, that was the grit, you know, like, and you probably, you probably didn't feel so great about that experience. I mean, and that's the thing about what stories do is it allows us to tell it an experience and then how that experience made us feel. And that's kind of like a ninja trick of storytelling mm-hmm. is always weave in, like always answer this question. How did that make you feel? Yep. So when you're telling a story, be asked, in yourself. Okay. How did that make me feel? And then tell how that made you feel because that's when the audience can actually connect with you even deeper because now they may not have been through your exact experience. Like I may not have been through an experience where I wanted to run out of, uh, you know, the appointment because I felt like I was doing so bad, 
you know, in a sales situation, although I think we kind of all relate, can relate to that. I think we've all had those (laughs) moments in our life, but you know, I may not have had that exact experience, but if you tell me more about how that made you feel like, Oh, I felt totally like I was screwed it up. I was inadequate. I sucked at sales. I was never going to be able to do this. Like, I know what that feeling feels like, you know, to feel like that I sucked at summit, something that I was totally ill-prepared that I got it all wrong. You know, I know what that feels like. So when we start to weave in in the emotion um, we're starting to speak a universal language and that helps us connect deeper with that audience. But you're absolutely right. People, um, and especially business owners and professionals, right. As business leaders, we, we want to put our best foot forward. Of course we do. We want our expertise to shine. We want, um, people to see us as Mm -hmm. the expert and the guru who actually can help them. And the best way to have that happen is to show them and tell them when that wasn't you. Yes. Right. So that they can appreciate where you are now. And they see that you really are a great guide, leader, coach, consultant, person, whatever it is for them to work with. I think that's one of the secrets that most of the flashy flash in the pan people miss. They try to always show, I did this, I did this, I did that. And no one relates with them. And if you are vulnerable and open up, it's like, the reverse kingdom almost, instead of showing that you're the man or you're the woman, you're literally like, look, I've dealt with what you've dealt with. I've gone through this, but now I found a way to get through. And I think it just gives you more credibility. It does. It totally gives you more credibility. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's like what storytelling can do for people and why I'm always trying to get people to use it more, think about it more. You know, I just, I just met this week with a, with a client of mine. It's a a large real estate company at large in terms of my local area, they have about 200, 250 agents Mm -hmm. and in my local area and they bring me in to help them with storytelling. And, um, and I asked them, I'm like, well, why aren't you telling stories now? Like what's stopping you? And they're like, we just never think about it. We just don't ever think, stop and think, oh, that's a story worth, you know, worth telling. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, Uh, where a lot of people are. I think that most business owners and leaders and go-getters and people who weren't really trained, you know, to do this, don't think about it. They don't stop to think, wow, that's actually a really good story to tell. Maybe that would be something that would help me connect with my audience more. We're oftentimes more in the tactical, Mm -hmm. right? The get shit done kind of thing. And we miss we miss the moments of storytelling that actually can help do so much heavy lifting in our businesses and help us with sales. Uh, the stories are what's going to get people. Mm-hmm. Well, and because people buy because they like you, they trust you, and they relate with you. If you're just transactional with them, they're going to read that. And I they, think you just you mentioned that as a super key. You have to be relationship. Well, how do you build relationships? You tell stories. We used to do this for thousands of years. We used to, I do make this joke and I do write a little bit of science fiction and fantasy on the side. So I like stories, but I would be the old dude sitting by the fire telling the stories if it was a thousand years ago. That would be what I'd want to do. But I think that a lot of times we get so caught up in I need to get to sale, I need to do this. Well, if we get so caught up in how can I help you? what story can I tell to make you relate? You're going to get so much farther ahead. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's why I say the storytelling piece can do some of the heavy lifting for you so that you don't have to be so rushed and feel pressure by saying the right thing, you know, like going back to 
your first sales appointment. And I'm sure you were focused on all the wrong things at the time. You were focused oh, totally. on making the sale, totally. focused on saying it right. getting Focus on the, the clipboard, flipping. Yeah, <laughs> the, whatever the next thing was that you needed to say on the checklist, you know, instead of just actually being in conversation with yeah. your, your prospect. So how do you help people get, like say they're more of a process oriented person? Because like, there's different types of people. How do you help someone that they want to tell a story, but they don't really feel comfortable with it because their mind works with it? How do you help them start to craft a story that works for them? Uh, well, I mean, that's the formula that I shared with the before the, the transformation, the other side is foundational. That's what mm -hmm. I go into every piece of storytelling work that I do with clients, because that formula, like you can put it to the test. It will help you cover every type of storytelling that you have, that you need to tell. Um, I've yet to find a type of story that it wouldn't work for. Think about client testimonials or case studies in your business. Boom. Where were they before? What was the transformation they experienced? And what do they have to say now? Right? Like that's it. And um, so for people who are very structured and process oriented, there you go. There's the formula. There's the secret. You don't even have to hire me. I just gave it to you. So that's it. Um, but it's really so much more. It, it's it, the structure is helpful. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is absolutely helpful, but the real work Joe comes from up here, right? The reason why people aren't telling stories is less about, I don't know how, I don't know how to tell a story because we can fix that in about five seconds, right? Yeah. I, I just did. I just fixed it for you right now. Mm -hmm. The real problem, the real reason why people don't share stories is we get in our head and we think this is what I hear. My story is not good enough. It won't matter. Um, they'll think I'm crazy. They'll, I'll be a turnoff to them. Um, it's too boring. It won't make an impact. Um, or it's too crazy and I'll run people off. Like they'll think that it's just got too much in it. And so there's all of this underlying self-doubt and self-belief that we've got going on. And so story work, when you really want to dig into it and you really want to figure out what's stopping you, it is, it is not at all about mechanics or processes. Mm -hmm. It is about an inner uh, something that's going on in our mindset and an inner belief. And so this is why, you know, I always say storytelling, when we go on the storytelling journey, you're going to increase your confidence. You're going to increase, um, your self worth <laughs> because you're going to find it. You're going to dig into that story and realize the story does make an impact. The story is important. The story is worth sharing and others will be connected to it. It will matter to someone else. It's not too messy to share. It's not too boring to share. I have, I have literally, literally spent my entire adult life. I literally graduated in my twenties from journalism school and went to work day one. And I've been doing this for 30 years and I have interviewed literally thousands of people. Cause that's been my work. I sit and talk to people all day long and I interview them. Never ever have I walked away from an interview and said, well, that was a waste of my time. That person doesn't have a story. Never. Everybody yeah. has a story and every story is worth sharing. And every story has reason. And I'm going to get spiritual on you, but mm -hmm. I really believe that this is, um, this is actually how God works through us. And so I believe that those stories were divinely orchestrated. And so that's not an accident. 
So even things that have happened to us in our past that are the pain and the shame and the blame and all those things that we carry around, it's because we're being guided to use that for a higher purpose and for good, for the betterment mm -hmm. of humankind. Yeah. So I feel very, very passionate about this is not We've got to move people from a place of lacking self-worth worth and belief in themselves and storytelling can have a big role in that. And I agree. And I think maybe we should go a little bit into, I think sometimes people aren't ready to share because they get stuck in their story or where they're at instead of going through it. Sure. Maybe they come through a little bit, but have you helped people in that area as well, like self-care or mindset or that type of stuff? And just to give you a little bit more credibility for them, she's been on HGTV. You've been on like a bunch of different stuff. If you check her track record, she's done a bunch of crazy stuff that you would be blown away. So I want to make sure you know that because I didn't mention it in the intro. But if you can tell people a little bit more about like mindset and all that type of stuff that you've helped people with. Yeah, I think it's innate, right? Like when we go on this journey together of picking out the pieces of your story that matter, a lot of times that's why people do hire someone like me because it is hard to pick it out for yourself. Even though I give you the formula, I say, go find your before, your transformation and your other side, that's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. You know, so having someone to sit with you that has, has that third party viewer perspective, like I don't have an attachment to your story so I can actually just listen to your story and receive it. I don't have yeah. an attachment to it. So I help really what I do is just hold up a mirror for my client to see that story from my lens, right? From a, a, a neutral lens. And when they start to see it and detach themselves from it as well, then that's when they can see the value, the worth, the credibility, the, the importance of it all. So the, the mindset piece is something that just happens naturally. By no means am I a therapist, although I've been called one. <laughs> People are like, April, this is like therapy. I'm like, yeah. I know I get told that all the time, but I don't have a, you know, I'm not a clinical uh, licensed mm -hmm. uh, psychologist or any of those things. Uh, but what I know is what I know from my experience of doing this work for so long and having talked to so many people that I've just become naturally a student of human behavior. And I, you can't do something for 30 years and not notice patterns. Right. And the patterns are all, they all repeat themselves. I mean, it's not, there's about five different stories. Basically we're all sharing in this universe. They're, they're, they're really not that many different stories. We're all kind of in that same um, cycle of life. And you know, it, it's the same stories over and over again. So that, that mental piece comes from doing that deeper work on the story. A lot of times people will come when they're feeling super stuck, you know, like, I just don't know what my next thing is, or I'm not sure what my life purpose is and all of those things. And I'll say to them, it's hidden. The breadcrumbs are in your story. Let's go dig into your story and find it out. You know, my own story, I would not be able to be here today doing this work had I not dug into my own story to figure out why I'm supposed to be here doing this work, right? right? It, it wouldn't make sense to me otherwise. And so I had to dig into my own story to see once again, what was the path that I was being guided to go on? And why did certain things happen to me along, not to me, for me, yeah, um, along you. the way, 
right? Why did that happen? And what was the point of it all? I had to go learn certain lessons early on so that I could sit in the seat that I sit in today. Yeah, no, and, and I love that. Yeah, and so other people can find their same point towards their North Star by digging, being more reflective, right? We don't need to go seek more outside validation. We need to be looking inside. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned a few more things that just like popped out at me. Like you sometimes need someone outside of you to look at you to see because you see yourself through your lenses of your faults, the stuff you deal with, the things inside internally. And they'll look at you and go, no, I see this, this and this. And you're like, really? You know, so you need someone to do that. And then I love the part where you said, dig into your story, go back in and see where it is that you're at, that you're trying, why are you brought to this point? You know what I mean? Why are you at this point here? What is it that you're able to share? (laughs) So like we were saying, like your story is where you can sometimes find your purpose or where you're being guided now. It didn't happen to you, it happened for you. And then having someone that will look into you and see the things that maybe you have a blind spot on is good because a lot of times we can't see some of the things we're really good at. Like I'm really good at sales and it took me years to realize I was good at sales. Like it, I didn't start even doing this podcast till about a year ago because what I thought was just simple, this is what everyone should do. They don't do. So I think you need someone to come in your life and do that for sure. Yeah. I mean, we all need, uh, you know, like it takes a village. It just takes a village to do life, right? Life and business. And we say this all the time about raising kids, but I say it about raising businesses too. You know, uh, I, I have a coach. I've hired people to help me in different areas of my life or different areas of my business that, that I just don't have figured out or that I don't have the expertise in. And it's the same. So we, we all need, it's like having a teacher in school. We had to get through third grade by way of having a teacher, right? right? So it's like, we don't stop learning just because we graduate high school or college. We actually continue to learn by, by leaning into each other. And so, you know, it's no surprising that the coaching industry or the consulting industry is having such a you know, dramatic rise now, because I think as we evolve as humans and as personal development becomes more and more mainstream, people realize they need, they need those help, those guides, those mentors, those coaches that can help them with um, areas of their life or business where they need some support. And so thankfully that gives, you know, you work to do that gives me work to do. And um, that work is really satisfying. Yeah. When it shrinks time for them. Because then they can yeah. take our experiences and shrink time. It took me a long time because I was bullheaded for a long time. Because in the yeah. sales world, you're bullheaded. You try to do all this different things. And then I realized, you know what? It ain't working. So I would go to the top guy and ask, what are you doing differently than me? And I just started having to humble myself. And so when I've gotten mm-hmm. into this space, I'm like, well, I'm going to work with this person and figure out what I need to learn here and work with that person. And I think when you do that, it opens up so much more networking for you that yeah. I think people don't realize, like going to the event for George, like on my podcast here, I've had, of the two events I've been to George, probably of the 75 episodes I've dropped so far, I have more recorded. I probably had 20 people from those events that mm-hmm. I've brought onto my podcast. And then I've gotten on other people's podcasts because 
like you said, it's a community, it's a village, it's a group. Mm -hmm. You can't be a solopreneur. Well, you can, but you're going to crash and burn. You need a community to surround yourself with. So let's shift a little bit here because I know you do you write you do writing books and stuff like that do you do like live events as well is that something you're going to be doing or do you already do that yep yeah we already we already do live events so primarily what we do inside of light beamers we have different um for lack of a better word group coaching programs but they're really programs that are aimed at a specific target um and i'll come back to that in a minute we do live events um, and we obviously have some digital courses and things like that that you can take just to just to get some things kind of they're more foundational. So it's maybe before you're ready to hire someone like me to come in, you can take some of our digital courses that'll kind of get you off the starting block. Um, and then I have a membership site where that's also a kind of a, a place that people land where they want to dig into this work a little bit uh, deeper. That's called the visibility accelerator. And we really focus on storytelling and visibility inside because I have a strong media background. And so uh, getting people placed uh, in places is not hard for me. I understand mm -hmm. exactly how to do it. And so I really try to teach people visibility strategies that are actually going to move the needle in their business instead of just scrolling social media and you know, saying a prayer because that doesn't really yeah. work. No, it does not. So, um, so, you know, podcasting, doing things like this, um, doing live events, um, speaking, a lot of that gets rolled into all of that. So like our group programs, um, we have some that are very geared towards speaking and we have some that are very geared towards uh, book writing mm -hmm. because that is a fantastic way <laughs> to use visibility in the marketplace and tell your story, you know, so they go hand in hand. Uh, so we just recently uh, launched and released our very first community-wide book called Elevate Your Voice. This was a very uh, divinely inspired uh, piece of a content and, and, and a project that kind of just evolved from, I really feel like out of the pandemic, um, when I was thinking about how I wanted my work to be guided, um, I was, I was in a place of prayer and seeking and, and just, you know, asking like, okay, how can I help more? What, what is next? And this was at the very beginning of the, of 2021, kind of coming off 2020 and going into 2021. And I literally said like, okay, Lord, what is it that you want me to do this year? Like what's next? And what I heard very specifically, and I'm not one of these people that hears the voice of God. I got you, this I was got a you. very, this was just a really, this was a moment where I heard elevate women's voices. And I thought, and I've already been doing this work for quite some time. And I thought, well, aren't I already doing that? <laughs> like, what do you mean? What do you yep. mean? I'm, I kind of, I kind of got that thing down. I, I, I'm really trying mm -hmm. to elevate women's voices. Well, lo and behold, what I didn't realize was that meant writing a book and getting other women to write that book with me. Mm -hmm. So we started a collaborative project um, later in 2021. This all kind of fell into place because a publisher came to me because I have this pretty sizable community online and I work in the world of storytelling. And she said, we need to write a book and you need to tell these women's stories. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh yeah, you know, so we kind of talked through that about getting these women to be published authors themselves. Like they need to write the story. Cause remember again, I'm here to teach the story. I'm not here to tell it for them. Right. So I yep. said, okay, I will, I will write with them and I'll write my story, but they will also write their story. So each woman wrote a chapter. It was myself and 13 other women. 
And we went on a nine month journey of teaching them how to tell, how to write their story, to, how to put that into a book, learn the ropes of publishing, uh, working with copy editors and designers, working with photographers and, you know, writing your bio for the book, um, learning how to launch a book. We went from A to Z on mm -hmm. how to, to publish, write and publish a book. And each of them wrote um, their story in a chapter. And in that process, you know, I didn't, these were women that were already in my community and I knew their stories. Some of them I had worked with before, some of them I hadn't, but it was, it was, a, it was an opportunity for me to help them go deeper. And so these stories, while um, they're all written by business women, they're very, they're very much deep personal stories. Um, and we released that book in April of 2022 mm -hmm. and uh, to Amazon and we hit number one in women in business on the day that we launched. And That's we also awesome. hit, yeah, we also hit, I think I have the other categories here. We hit number one also in midlife management, which is another category. Mm -hmm. And then we were also listed in um, six other categories and we were in the top 20 in those other categories. So when I got that message to elevate women's voices, boy, did we, yep. um, it was a huge success and it was something I'm insanely proud of. Um, you know, and so that set out on a journey then for me, cause I was like, well, then we just got to go do more of that because mm -hmm. that was amazing. So we're actually, <clears throat> excuse me, we're actually in production now for our second book that will be called step into your brave, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, step into your brave and that will come out um, this fall and then we'll have a third book that I'm planning to write in 2023 with another group of women so I have just decided this is a platform that I can easily build and I have mm -hmm. built um, and then I can have a place where women can come share that story <coughs> You weren't hey, the only one. Cough, yep, you know? yep. I've been, I've been, I've been meeting my cough, <laughs> but you were talking so we can. Yeah. Oh, no worries. Keep getting a tickle in my throat. <laughs> but um, so that's that's like one of our group programs. We have another program coming out um, that's exactly like that, but for speakers. Mm -hmm. And then we have a live event that we do every year called the Storytelling Symposium, and we will be live this year, um, September of 2022. We will be in San Antonio, Texas. That's close to where I live, nice. and so we'll be putting on a live event where we will have speakers and we will have networking and a lot of women from our community will come together and meet each other for the first time and people who are not in our community will come and learn about our community um it's always always a great event so it's just a it's a lot of mixture of all of that no that is awesome uh and as you might have heard the puppy dogs are barking because my family just came home so we it's just do good. live <laughs> we do live. it's get crazy around here <laughs> it is no so where can people find you um because i know we've been talking about your books your events your groups where can they come and find you online or yeah yeah um online i hang out primarily on facebook instagram and linkedin and i can be found at light beamers if you search light beamers you'll find me um i i got that one cornered uh so light beamers all one word and it's l-i-g-h-t-b-e-a-m-e-r-s um also we have our community which is our it's a facebook group it's so much more than a facebook group but that's where we're housed but our community really is a true community 
And that is called the Light Beamers Community. That's a Facebook group. Um, but you can find everything if you just go to our website, lightbeamers.com. You'll find a link to the community. You'll find a link to the social channels. You can email me, April at Light Beamers. I'm pretty easy to find. And I welcome all DMs and emails and conversations. I'm a very... Um, very friendly people person. I love to meet new people and I am pretty much going to be asking you pretty quickly about things so that for you'll share your story with me. I'm always appreciative of that. No, that's awesome. And on your event, is that just for women or is that for women and men for the event? How is that? You know, we set that up originally. It's called the Storytelling Symposium to Empower Women. And it's been fascinating. Um, with this will be our fourth year. Mm -hmm. And by the second year I had men saying, well, can I come too?" Mm -hmm. And I didn't expect that I did. You know, I just didn't expect that men would even want to come. And so I got that. I missed, I misread that cue mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, it, as long as you know, you're walking into a room full of women and mm -hmm. you can handle it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, I, yep. I'm not going to tailor my message because I'm doing this for women. But mm -hmm. if you want to be in the room, that means the world to us. You know, yep. when men come forward and say, we want to be in the room because we want to learn from you guys. We mm -hmm. want to understand you better. Um, we want to champion you. Um, th this means a lot to women because, especially if you're coming with that intention, because women, this is another reason why. I primarily focus on women and women's stories is because, you know, women have not always had that invitation right. to have a seat yep. at the table. And so I decided to go build the own, our own damn table. Uh, and that was very important to me. And so I, I've always wanted to make space for women's stories to be shared, for women mm -hmm. to be heard and seen. But if men want to come along for the ride, it is an open invitation for that as well. No, and I love that because I think it might have been at George's event. Isn't it like 60 to 70% of people that attend events are women in yes. general? So if that's the case, and something I did, I actually had a girl on here or a lady on here named Kimba. She's a CEO of a roofing company. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I'm trying to do is empower more women's voices just on my yeah, podcast. Thank you. There's thank so you. many. Yeah. You're, well, I mean, it, I have two daughters. It makes sense yeah. to me. Like I have a son too. So like I have the whole gambit, but yeah. it just makes sense. If the event in the self-help space it's filled with it. We need more women speakers. We just do. It makes we need more, more women speakers, more women thought leaders, more yep. women authors and writers, which is mm -hmm. why, you know, I have programs for speaking and we're getting those women on stages and I have this program for the book and we're getting these women published because you're right. The disparity is still very evident in the year 2022. We're still yeah. trying to climb and close those gaps. And that's just that's just gender. We can go off and talk mm -hmm. about, um, you know, the disparity of black women, Asian women. I mean, then you get into uh, the subcultures of that and it's really awful, but yeah, yeah, it's super important to me. It's something I'm extremely passionate about. Awesome. No, no. And, and I love it. That's like, I, like I said, I want to support anyone that wants to have a voice. I think they should have a voice and a seat at the table. That's just kind of yeah. how my yeah my whole mind works. So what other words of wisdom thoughts would you want to impart to the listeners? I mean, we've talked about a lot, but. We have, I think that if anything, if they, if they get one thing out of listening to me today, that they will, that the listener is, is more 
curious about their own story that they are asking themselves, well, geez, what is my story? Um, and that they will have heard that that story is worth exploring and it's worth sharing that it's not for nothing, right? The story is there for a reason and to go deeper into that and to look at storytelling from that lens because the story that's inside of someone is worth sharing and it's a very potent story that maybe just hasn't been released out into the light. And once you do, it's a really, really gorgeous experience. Um, so that would be what I would encourage people with today is just if you, if you hear nothing else, just hear that your story matters. Yeah, I love that. April, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. And for thank all of you, you so much. Yes, definitely. And for all of you listening, thank you for listening. Remember your story matters. You're worth it. I know I started with this quote, but I'm going to end with this quote. We're all stories in the end. Make it a good one. Go chase your dreams, catch your dreams, impact people, love well, and be authentically you. And until next time, have a wonderful evening.